you? My name is Brady from the Church of Hypothesism. Do you have any idea what time it is? Why, yes. It's 2.26 in the morning. What do you want? Well, I'm here to tell you about the good news. What good news? We survived election night, everybody. We did? I thought we died. Uh, we might have died and now we're just in hell because it's still going on, apparently. I feel like I'm in some sort of, yeah, depending on which side you voted, one of you probably feels like you're living in jubilant and on a cruise ship to fun, and then the other side's probably feeling a little rough. Yeah. I just have a feeling we're still on a bumpy road. I do too. We hit a smooth patch and now it's going to be more bumps soon. I feel like it's waves of elation and absolute devastation. Elation and devastation. I like that. Yeah, I feel like that. Sorry. Rhyme time. <laughs> well... Luckily, we've got a little treat for everybody. We do? We've been working really hard on uh, getting this whole Church of Hypothesism thing going. Yes. So uh, buckle in. We're going to really get dive deep into it this time. Is Hypothesism a car crash? Because I've already had <laughs> enough experience with bad car things this it's, week. So. It's actually a train wreck. Oh, that's, oh, that's the right. Main... The Blueberry Brain Train. Yeah, the Blueberry Brain Train. Well, that's you know... The ra- actually, that's the, rail, the railroad company that built... The rails that the Blueberry Brain Train rides on. Oh, okay. Um, they cut a lot of corners. No. <laughs> oh, so they're a no. contract job. No, on, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a mafia-owned contract job. <laughs> um, you know what? I thought those were rail spikes. Sorry. Um, our, the reason Brady and I are yammering is because this is a little bit of a different episode for us. Usually we just turn on the thing and we just go for it. Yeah. But we found that through looking at analytics that you guys are really interested in our intro to hypothesism thing and we haven't really defined what hypothesism is. Yeah. So we're going to try. Yeah. Dang you guys, we have to pick through all this data. I know. All like 27 of you <laughs> to figure out what's going on here and what do we talk about. <laughs> Making us work. We are not good workers, Just apparently. Just yeah, Well, and so we had to really think about this. What is hypothesism? Because really, Brady and I have been working towards this our whole lives, I think. Yeah. Making the Church of Hypothesism. And then we were like, well, is it satire or is it real? And we've kind of figured it is a real thing. Yeah, we, we kind of went whole hog on the whole it's real. Yes. Part of it. Um, the thing is, we've had kind of this idea in the background for like... Six or seven episodes now. Yes, we have. We've been talking about it. I wish you guys could have been part of the conversation in the background here the whole time. Maybe we would have got better ideas too. But um, we've we've been re- working really hard on this idea of kind of a uh, like a family, if you will, a church. Yes. Well, a church is a church an assembly, that's not a church. An assembly of people. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's a church without a deity. I think our mission is our deity. Yes. Because it's like you know something I wrote down earlier was why should people care about yet another person telling them how to live. And that's the beauty of this. We aren't. We are just encouraging lifelong inquiry, resilience, wellness, and education. And I'm I'm in the process of drafting this because there's a huge void in this country and just in the world in general. People are tired of the old guard, the old traditions. They're failing people. And people are searching for meaning and they don't want to find meaning through somebody else's deity. Right. And I feel like that there's this huge place, this huge void where we need to make a gathering of minds in the sense. I know that sounds sort of cheesy. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but you know what I mean? Like I want to go somewhere and be a part of a group of people where I can discuss things without fear of censorship yeah, and fear of repercussions that I might have a question that challenges the authority. And that's the great thing about our gathering is there is no authority. Right. The asking questions is the central authority. Exactly. You know, Um, that was kind of how like the found, that was the foundation of this entire idea. Yes. Was we were, Honestly, the it started because we were trying to figure out like what is this podcast like? What's it about? Obviously, we need to market what we're doing, 
in order to like have it go anywhere. Yeah. So it kind of came up just naturally like, oh, you know, we, we kind of just ask what if about a lot of things and we kind of come up with these hypotheses. Like it seemed like a pattern in every episode, yeah. even back in the first few episodes when we kind of had, a, we picked a subject and we more started talking topical. about it. Yeah. We more or less kind of had like came up with these weird hypotheses because we're not experts on any of the stuff that we talk about. We're just very inquisitive people, and we like to like discuss things and try to like you know figure out the deeper meaning of it all. We're inquiry generalists. Yeah, exactly. Like we want to know a little bit about everything, really, because it all works together. If you're yeah. alive, everything is working together. So basically, we were we were we we were able to come up with like like basically like even the Bigfoot episode when we when we did the cryptozoology one, one of our other most popular episodes. Mm -hmm. We somehow took a discussion about cryptids and turned it into like. Like, we came up with these philosophies about it. Yeah. Well, and inquiry <laughs> so, is so important. Where everybody, even the, the fascination with cryptids, the fascination with UFOs and ghosts, everyone's searching for meaning right now, but all the old institutions have no meaning. Exactly. And so, with this great search for meaning, I feel like it's a perfect time for us to be able to have this group of people, an assembly, a church, where we can talk about things. And it doesn't matter where you're at. Like, if you are a fundamentalist and... You like cars and, and you just want to talk about how good Donald Trump is. I'll listen to you. I'm not afraid of that. It doesn't. Yeah. Someone's where they're at in life and they're where they're questioning where they believe you are not going to scare me because I have an open mind. And I think that that needs to be out there more in the public sphere. Yeah. Open mindedness is actually extremely important for, you know, the progression of any society. Well, and you and I both hate tribalism so, so much. Uh, and it's so rampant right now. It is like deriving your identity from your politics. That blows my mind. Yeah. I don't want to be a part of that. Uh, as of recording this yesterday night, I don't know the exact time they did this, but uh, Joe Biden gave a speech. And he made a lot of really good points that I think we can even apply to the Church of Hypothesism about basically unity and... Uh, we're not red or blue. We're just people. Exactly. Like yeah. humanizing everybody no matter who you voted for and stuff like that. And taking the in, the election thing out of the whole idea, more or less, you could apply this to anything that separates us right now. Pepsi versus Coke or Xbox, Xbox versus, versus PlayStation, PlayStation yeah, 5. Yeah. Wars. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like we're, we're all trying to find these little battles. We're all trying to find these teams to join. I don't understand why. It's, well, it's I find myself politics. I find myself doing it sometimes too. Yeah. Oh, well, everyone's guilty. I, I get sucked into the console war pretty hard. And I've realized this particular console war. I should just be happy that we're getting such good gaming consoles, well, with, no matter which one it is. Exactly. And and honestly, who cares what you like? If you like it, you should care about the person who likes it, not the actual tangible. Exactly. Like. Yeah. yeah. If you take the if you take the subject out of the matter, it's just people in the background. We wouldn't even have these like tribal little fights or whatever you want to call them if it weren't for uh, us being people, well, we're humans, and 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 we yeah. all are subject to fall into that hole of. Picking a team and and dying for that team. And fighting is okay. Especially in America, I should say. As long as you are judging the situation or the position, not the person. And I think that's yeah. what, with social media becoming so large, we've talked about this, that people are judging the person instead of their position on any one thing. And that is where this danger comes from. It's where, you know, our country is literally split in half here in America. Mm -hmm. That makes me sad. 
It, it is really it's sad. Like, I, I, I but read it's not even these... just about the election either. No, it's, it's just about split all in half on all ideologies. And yeah. it's like, I fe- read about every day, I see people, I've lost friends because of this. And it's like, how could you lose a friend because of a position? That... Yeah, I saw a Facebook post from somebody, yeah. uh, one of my friends on Facebook, and they're like, I just, I, if you voted for Donald Trump, I want to have you come and tell me why, comment why. And then they started listing off all these reasons why Orange Man bad. And then they finished off by saying, and then I'll delete you from my friends list. But at least I'll understand why you are such a bigot or something like that. And I'm just like, But what? you made all your generalizations and stated your position that you were just wanting to cleanse your friends list. Why not? But that's just so weird. They're not really your friends. It, apparently, yeah. If you're willing to just ditch a human being that you consider a friend because of what presidential candidate they're voting for. And I'm sure it doesn't stop there. And then on the flip side, I don't care if you want to hang out with a group of people who are just like you. It's just that I think as the church hypothesis is about stepping outside, being open-minded and not living in fear. Step yes. outside of that. It's like, okay, sure. Hang out with just your kind of people. But then mm-hmm. once in a while to get a little bit of fresh perspective, go have a discussion with someone who doesn't hold your same ideals. You exactly. Might- like, just picture this for a minute, okay? Okay, I like picturing things. If somebody were to, to round up a bunch of the Nazis back in World War II yes. and round up Oh, this is a, I shouldn't phrase it like this. And <laughs> that was going. <laughs> this Woo! is I already derailed this with <laughs> this. But, uh, excuse the way I'm wording this, please. I don't mean it like this. But if they were to round up some Nazis and round up some Jews and put them in a room together to actually talk objectively about things, As about their differences specifically, mm-hmm. they would probably come to some kind of a middle ground agreement because they would. Honestly, that empathy would kick in. And you're not facing... Okay, another thing, too. If you're just in a room, just as humans, you are not under this authoritarian pressure to behave a certain way. I know a lot about this because when I was a kid, I did not like to be in trouble. And so I was really good at school and being a good child and all these things because I knew which button to push to be, depending on which group I was with, to to just flow through it peacefully. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so I want hypothesism to kind of throw all that out the window. I'm working on that now where it's like you can come no matter where you're at in your stream, your timeline, and we will be cool with where you're at. We might not like something you say, but I will listen to you and we'll listen to you without judgment because I'll I'll judge your position. And you know, it's going to be really hard. I'm going to I'm drafting tools right now on how to actually practice hypothesism and it's it's tools, you know, and you can think we're totally full of BS, but I, I feel like I've been learning my whole life for this particular project because there's a need for it. Yeah. And there's so many people that are disillusioned with things. They're not going to listen to someone that says, Hey, I have this new system and you need to listen to me. I'm not going to approach you like that. No. I am going to offer tools. It's like resiliency, um, self-control, investigation, all of these things that you can practice in a, in a normal life. These are things we've learned and help us cope and learn. And I think that sharing that is the whole part of the human experience. Exactly. And uh, and uh, we also recognize not everybody is going to utilize these tools exactly the same. Exactly. Because, or all of them, period. Because that's the thing that I think people are forgetting. We are not all living the exact same yeah. life. We are not going through the exact same things. And so all of our differences and all of our experiences are subjective. They're based on our experiences. And so... If you want to be like a really hardcore, like you just want to believe one way, okay, I'll, I'll still listen yeah. to you. But at, at the same time, we encourage you to listen to everybody else. Yes. No matter how set you are in whatever belief system you have, I just think it's important to also still listen to the other side of that if you want to be polarized. But th- we're trying to shatter that polarization we regardless. Are. That's our biggest mission. There's if not you, enough that's listening. That's what you, at least what we... 
hope people take away at the very least from what we're doing here is that you should at least shatter polarization. Have your beliefs. That's okay. Just don't divide yourself from other people who have different beliefs because at the end of the day, y'all lay your head down on a pillow or the ground or whatever. You all use that overpriced we, we super have, secret toilet paper. We all have blood pumping through our veins. We're, there are so many similarities that we have no matter what our different beliefs are that yep. we can all at least love one another. And we're not all coexist woo right here. Like Brady yeah. and I are very different people. It's funny. We are we do not share the same ideals on a lot of things That's true. and we lived very different lives. Absolutely. We've done very different things. We've but yet at the same token, we're good friends because we realize that we just like to learn stuff. I wish people would use, and maybe that's what hypotheticism is in its core is unification through learning yes. and inquiry. I can't count how many times I believed one thing and Katie believed another thing. And we just started talking about it. Whether I'm sure it's probably even happened on the show a couple of times. Yeah. I can't think of an exact example right now. But we're, uh, it's like that's how we learn, period. Like yeah. when you go to school, for example, you don't just know all these things. You might have an idea about something you go in to learn. Mm-hmm. And then you get different information and that kind of helps you shape your idea of it. You can form a different hypothesis based on new data. And that's kind of the concept of hypothesism. Yeah. Don't let your brain become yeah. static. Um, we're, we're also trying to encourage not saying I believe this and it's just, that is fact. Yeah. Because again, it's called hypothesis of meaning hypothesis, meaning you here's what I believe based on this data. However, I'm open to new data and can, it can shift one way, you know, it'll shift constantly, just like anything that has to do with real data. Well, and I have a friend. I don't want anybody to be arrogant to say this is fact because and when we don't really know, it's 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 very agnostic in a sense where you have to you have to admit you don't know, but here's why I do believe this. When you're talking about dealing in absolutism, because yes. in the moment that may be a true statement. Well, just like scientists said the appendix had no purpose. Now we know the appendix does. Because mm -hmm. we have new data. And so it's like always keeping your mind open to new data to challenge your positions. And I have this perfect anecdote of this too about absolutism. I was having a conversation with a coworker yesterday and we were talking about Quakers. They never put themselves in a position to offend others. They try not to. Like instead of saying, I will be there at 830 the next day, say, I plan on being there. Yeah. So that way you don't set up this entire construct of... Someone's going to be offended because you didn't keep your word. You know, some people really get upset about that and instead say, hey, I'm really trying and I'm going to make an attempt to be there, but life could happen. An asteroid That's could hit very me. very true, yes. And so that not dealing in absolutisms, always question everything. And yeah, it's true right now, but it might not be true tomorrow. Exactly. It's kind of like uh, in, in some cultures, they don't say goodbye because to them, goodbye is like, I will absolutely not see you again. Oh, yeah. But they, I think, I don't know what they say alternatively because it's Well, like in Hawaii, it's barrier, aloha but. means hello and goodbye. So yeah. it's like you're never really saying, you're just like, I'll see you when I see you, I guess. Yeah. George exactly, Clooney I'll see you when I see you. Yeah, Ocean's Eleven, it. Yeah. See you when I see you. Because then it's open-ended. Yeah. And there's no, you're not setting people up for disappointment that way. And I think disappointment so, is one of those feelings that leads to resentment, which leads to hate. I sort of sounded like Master Yoda, yeah. but do you know what I mean? Like Okay, Jedi Knight. <laughs> I'm meta. <laughs> it's a good point, though. There. I just like to make fun of it. Um, well, I don't know, but there's some wisdom there. But that's the whole thing. Open-ended belief systems. Yes. Because there are a lot of closed-ended belief systems right now, particularly with American politics for some reason. Oh, the absolutism that's the new, drives that's me That's the nuts. new big one for some reason. I don't know when we're going to move past that. We'll always move on to another one regardless. Ooh, well. 
Well, and I but, love, like you were talking about the speech. I love the, the, the things in the speech, but then it's like, I mm-hmm. know that that particular person giving it didn't write it. And so, which I uh, guess greatly. might have had a hand in it. I don't know. I don't know. I can't say that with absolute certainty. No, I don't but I've seen, I'm most Sorry to get political. I've speech. seen I've seen Joe Biden talk genuinely from his own heart. And the way he gave that speech, it was not genuine Joe Biden. So it was a written speech. Even if he wrote it, it still wasn't like something coming from his heart. At least not at the time of giving the speech. It was something written, something, I don't know. It just seemed seemed very genuine. It was the Queen tonight, square six. But that doesn't mean that some of the, yeah. Yeah. We can't know Some of the stuff in there was really, like, it really resonated with me and I liked it. But some of the stuff in there scared the shit out of me, too. Well, and that's another tenet of hypothesis. I feel like there's truth to be gleaned anywhere. Like, you can learn stuff from anybody. And I feel like right now there's a lot of not listening happening just because someone picks a platform. I see it all the time now the whole not listening thing yes like there's a song about it it's like you just put plug your ears and say nah 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 well i had a professor once in bible college ironically who said the greatest thing you can do to spread whatever it is you're trying to um spread is to just get some duct tape and slap it on your mouth it's your actions Mm, that mean more well and it was and he was a british which i thought was funny (laughs) but because he had this great accent but he did he said you need to get a strip of duct, duct tape and slap it on your mouth it's not what you say; it's what you do. And right well, now, I don't feel they like call we're it gaffer tape over there? Probably. Any, if there's any, what, if there's anybody in the UK listening, what do you call duct tape? We call it duct tape, the gray tape. Yeah. Really strong stuff. I think you guys call it gaffer tape. I'm sorry, I have. Well, to. military people call it what hundred mile an hour tape or something <laughs> like that. There's all. Well, and no, don't digress. That's I didn't mean, to I mean digress. No, you should totally digress. Is what I mean. Don't be afraid to, because <laughs> I learned something there. Yeah. And that's just it. I, I feel like. In America right now, there's a lot of squawking, but there's not a lot of flapping your wings. Like, they're, you're not That's true. doing things. Because really, how do you tell that a person's a good person or a caring person? It's not what they say. You can it's say whatever you want. more it's or what, less actions. Yeah. It's what they do. It's a saying as old as I can remember. That's is like true. Actions are, as, are louder than words. Sorry, I butchered that. Actions are louder than words. Speak louder. And, and also, that is a kind of a universal tenet across pretty much all faith traditions that, you know, love is not saying, I love you. It's yeah, like You can what say you that all day long and not do a damn thing. I've had people tell me they love me and they were evil. <laughs> so We could have that conversation too later possibly, but like the whole... <laughs> Sorry, but just in the context I d- of... I don't like the good and good versus evil argument. Do you I've, know what I mean, though? I've spoke like, against it a million I should No, I know what you mean, yeah. Evil. yeah. But I'm just... But I'm just prefacing like we definitely need to have that conversation I at feel some like point that could be our next episode is yeah. you and i are good and evil to me is subjective absolutely and we and i know i'm going to get in trouble with a lot of people with that because they'll be like but the lord said and it's, it's like, a de- that's a debate as i think as, as old, old as time, time well and sure. what makes good and evil because yeah. you know what like I didn't, that's a different we'll talk about that later we're, we're right going to get to that, that, that because it's a very important conversation and it is it actually kind of sets up the mindset of hypothesism in a way it really does not literally as far as the subject matter of good versus evil but the thinking behind the debate well and on you, either side of it and you and i you know when it comes to hypothesism it is going to be a continually evolving ideology yeah none of this is set in stone yet we're still working on it but i just we wanted to Clarify really more. give you guys more details on what we're working on because it's not it's not just a podcast that we're doing anymore and no I it's think. sort of a bigger you know, we were, and we went into this saying, hey, we wanted a podcast because we both like to learn and discuss yeah. things, but it's become something bigger. Spoiler alert, we had no idea what we were doing. We just like, I thought it was a joke for a couple weeks. Did you think I honestly have to didn't disclaim know it? I think this. anybody listening would know. I, you guys, it's probably obvious. <laughs> it's probably. But like, 
on the real, like I didn't know this was actually going to happen when we when I when we started talking about it. We were, you know, Katie was over to have some some fun playing some D and D. That's true. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, lots of fun. And uh, Celine killed us. And Celine, yeah, we died. We died horribly. It was horrible. But uh, <laughs> that was a horrible campaign. <laughs> oh, I digress. I haven't recovered. Okay. But anyway, so <laughs> but, but we always like before we start D and D. Like I have children, so we have to make sure they get to bed before we start playing, so there's less distractions. Mr. Squish. We have all this time to just talk. We do. And so we always had – basically what you hear in our podcast is exactly how we talk out of the podcast. It's interesting. And it's true. And But I just – we were joking around, I thought, at least at the time. No, I was totally – yeah. At, like, we should definitely start a podcast. And then – but Katie said something about having a microphone. Yep. And I was like, I start, we both kind of, I think, had an epiphany. Like, maybe we really should just start a podcast. But again, for like a couple weeks after that, I thought it was a joke, even though we were kind of discussing it. I was like, I didn't think it was going to actually happen. But then it did. And then we just decided, let's try it. And then it happened. And then you got the uh, the episode zero. That was fun. Negativity. That was actually a good. I still think that was a good episode, regardless. Like, we, I, we didn't know what we were doing. We just hit record. You got to start somewhere. I had to I played with that audacity for like three hours straight, trying to figure stuff out and... I'm like, what's like, hosting? <laughs> yeah, like when I went to school for audio engineering, I used Pro Tools, which is like, it speaks for self. Pro Tools. We're not, it's not in our budget. Audacity is a free program and it doesn't work exactly how you think it would work when you want it to work a certain way. So <laughs> it's been an adventure, you guys. And but we all loved of you, it too. all of you regular listeners out there, you know, all 27 of you or whatever. We love you. We love you so much. And we, even if you didn't, even if we had zero listeners, I think we would still do this because it's cathartic to get all this out. But it's I we we really appreciate everybody who does listen to this. But we we want it to be more than just a podcast for you because there's a million podcasts out there, literally, if not more now. And you can go so listen much- to anybody talk about anything for hours, like. Well, that's just the thing right now in the culture of podcasts. You have to have a specific niche. Mm-hmm. You have to have this specific roadmap. And Brady and I didn't have that. It was more of that we needed a place to get out what we have on the inside. And also, I think we're all looking for each other. I really do. I, I think that there's this huge searching that everybody's trying to do for meaning. Not even just meaning, but just to delve into a lot of this stuff and talk about it. Because I think yeah. a lot of us are afraid to discuss it with people because of the tribalism. Yeah, well, I think maybe the tribalism causes you to think twice about what you talk about with your friends and stuff now. But you need an outlet or somebody else to discuss what you're thinking about. And obviously, that's why you connect to people. That's why you're going to form parasocial relationships with these influencers and stuff. Because you're that search for meaning. And well, and that's why Brady is such a good friend with me is I've never had anybody that I could actually just vomit out what's in my brain without judgment. And I do know that with him, I don't have that. And that's what I want for you guys too. vomit out anything out of that brain of yours. And we will discuss it. Mm -hmm. We'll chew on it. And then we might get some insight from it. And and instead of being scared of that, we're excited about it. Yeah. But I don't want you, I don't even want you guys to really necessarily engage with us only either. I want you guys to engage with each other. And I'm, I think I'm speaking from the future or to the future now, because I'm sure we're going to get more listeners over time. Um, there's not that many of you now and that's okay. You know, kudos to the ones who are with us now, but in the future, there's going to be a lot of people listening, I hope, and I hope they go back through our catalog and listen to this episode. But this is, I want this to be more than a podcast because I don't want you guys to form a parasocial relationship with us and then have it not mean anything. If that's going to happen, which it does, because there's, I mean, there's a lot of science to back this up, uh, that they've been really diving into recently Mm -hmm. on how this functions. Because of how many podcasts there are now and YouTube influencers, 
I want at least that to mean something to you guys more than just, I, I really like this podcast. And I, or that, you know, or like from Brady and I's perspective that we're just doing this to make a living. It's like, obviously we'd like to, That's but it's not even this like, our, our, it's not even in the forefront I would of our love, minds. Come, I'd love to make a living just talking into a microphone and, and playing with audacity, but it's something bigger to us though. Yeah. I, I feel like it's more of a, we had like one of those epiphany moments where all, Hey, this just, well, and like any great venture, whether it be your podcast about cat sweaters or cause all of that is a great venture. Mm-hmm. It, it's you have that moment of clarity where you know you start something, you throw something against the wall, you don't know what you're doing, and then all of a sudden you have that aha moment. It's like we've mm-hmm. had that with this. We know what we're supposed to do. We don't know how we're supposed to do it. So you guys yeah. in the beginning here get to go along the journey with us, and I think that's exactly. Cool. And, and and calling it a journey, I like that. It well because it should be, and that's kind of how I even preface some of our episodes. Here. It's like a journey through discussion. Yes, and it still stands today because we kind of go all over the place. It, it feels like a journey when we're talking about it too. Well, and, and I hope it feels like a journey when you listen to it because, I mean, we don't always stay on topic. We're kind of all over the place. But, yeah, we have a sort of underlying meaning to everything. And, you know, yeah. we talk about after Brady and I film one of these th- – or not film, record one of these <laughs> things, we're exhausted. Yeah. Like, I, we're our brains are just firing on all cylinders through all of this. And, and I hope that it's like that for you when you listen to the podcast because – it's it's supposed to be a journey through discussion. Yeah. You said it perfectly. Like I, I, I want to consider all the things. I hope some of the things we talk about on this show, like really fire up some of them neurons that don't get a lot of you know firing up. A lot of firing up. Yeah. Well, because it, it does for us. Like there's parts of my brain that get activated that don't get used often when I talk about some of these things. We definitely so. have to have a snack, and that's another <laughs> thing. We have to fuel ourselves yeah. after this because you know sometimes we'll talk for two and a half hours about. All the things, and we, and what's really exciting about our podcast is we don't know where we're going to go no. like when we start it. We have maybe we'll sit here and we'll start talking. Like when Brady comes over on Sunday, we had a whole podcast before we even started recording this episode. Oh, you guys don't even know. Like we just went. <laughs> we, uh, her, her husband Tom, uh, aka Sasquatch. Yes, uh, big Sasquatch. He, <laughs> we started talking about the election. He went off on this tangent. About yes. it all. We don't need to get into the details. No, but basically we, no we But it caused me, like, once he left to go do some stuff, Katie and I started like, our own little, like, basically we had a mini podcast. We just didn't record it. We did. We, we probably, I wish we, like, some Black Mirror stuff where everything gets recorded because sometimes some of that is really golden and I wish I could put that out there. But, like, it, it is what it is. Yeah. We'll never run out of material. Yeah, you guys. We like will, to learn too much. You guys will hear everything from us eventually, but That's true. <laughs> we'll still keep talking about We're it. We're still going to go for it. But... It's just one of those things like I know some of the stuff we discuss is some of the things you all think about or you wouldn't be listening. Well, and and I want – I don't know. Like when you're a little kid and you go to school, say even the new kid at school or even just you're there and you walk in and it's awkward and the teacher tries to like make everybody talk, look at you and be friends with you and stuff. And I want to take the awkwardness out of a group to belong to. Yeah. You should never – if you walk in and be like, I like – jello puff cereal and i love kitties and oh by the way i think hitler's cool i would look at you a little weird yeah but i would also be like okay tell me what happened in your life to get you to those to that hypothesis like why you know abc i wouldn't automatically just hate you exactly you know and and i probably used a terrible example but you were talking about nazis earlier (laughs) sorry to go down the nazi road it was because you talked about earlier that some of them thought that they were right and just and then the end happened and they're like oh i was wrong and so do we just hate those people or not yeah well See, I think the thing about it is, and this this will probably be brought up in our discussion about good and evil, whatever. That's okay. But it's important to talk about now anyway, since you brought it up. Okay. It's like, 
people can change. And that's kind of another part of hypothesism is like, no matter what you believe now, it's not always going to be the same in five years, 10 years, a year, 20 minutes. Well, There's see, always new data to be taken. Yes. So you cannot hang someone based on an idea now because they could change later down the road. Or it might even been completely different before they got these beliefs. It's always moving. It's always it's well. Fluid. That's what science is: is you're positing something based upon the data, and then you yeah. try to prove that by challenging it, mm-hmm. and then you adapt your hypothesis based on what new data you find. It is a constant yeah. thing. It is constantly evolving. But it can be applied to everything in everybody's life. It can, and yeah. that I think that's so, one of the main tenets. I think that any belief system you have set in stone now is also just a hypothesis. That's my belief. Well, and, and that's see, my hypothesis. Your hypothesis is your belief systems are hypothesis, but that's exactly. just true because they really it's are, also because I mean, are you every... the same person you were ten years ago? Uh no, not even close. Not even close. No. Do you have the same beliefs you had ten years ago? No, because no, your experiences I've... have changed your beliefs based experiences, on experiences, conversations, yeah. things I watch on TV, drugs. And what? <laughs> <laughs> but why is that a bad thing? Well, I told you I took a hit across the top of the head at eighteen, and it mm-hmm. changed my personality a little bit because for whatever reasons. But that's not, I'm still me, but because of an external force, part of who I am adapted or changed or, and and so is that a bad thing? Do we just throw people out because they change? And I feel like with most belief systems, if you don't adhere to what the people in charge derived from the original source texts, that you are to be cast aside or burnt. We're talking about witches. That's not okay in my book. I feel like it doesn't make sense. Well, and if, say, somebody comes and hangs out in the Church of Hypothesis for a while, buys it, and then one day says, you know what, you guys are full of horse crap, (laughs) I'm okay with it. Because everybody's on a different journey. But the whole thing is, like, we're not – I don't want anybody to think this is a religion, necessarily. It's not really. It's just – It's – there's no dogma. There's no deity, necessarily. We just say the Church of Hypothesis because it's – It's but church. I mean, it's 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 an assembly of people with brains, I hope. And our mission is... If you is, don't have... A, if you're a listener and you don't ha- physically have a brain, uh, I, we need to talk. Is that hydrocephaly? Like, there are people that have fluid instead of a brain. Like, there's that whole... We'll, we'll Wait, talk about this that's a real month. thing? Yeah, we're going to talk okay, about that later. Okay, that's an upcoming episode. We'll, we'll be talking about that. <laughs> I gotta know. I'm YouTubing that later, guys. Okay. Come on. We'll, we'll talk that's about that interesting. later. That's interesting. Okay. I, did, I said that as a joke, but <laughs> it, that, if that actually exists, that's cool. Um, but really, like... I, it, it's, I want it to be kind of a family... In a way, yeah, a family an based on inquiry instead yeah. of exclusion. But I, but I say family because I, I mean, just like any religion, there kind of has to be like a like a a barrier of love there somewhere, or like a blanket of love. Because I mean, that's what we we all need. It's so cliche to say this, and it, I'm cringing right now. Are you like cringing? literally cringing right the, now? The to blanket say is this. cringing. Oh, but he is making a scrinkle face. Like we do, we need love to love each other, and that means unconditionally, not. Not fake love or the we're just throwing the word not Instagram love like you're like not like you're just saying you love stuff because you want to feel good about yourself because you love it or self righteousness or anything like that. I mean, like literally unconditional love and acceptance of one another. Like no matter what the beliefs are, like that. Without that, none of this will work. Like this entire idea we have will completely fall apart. Because otherwise, what's the stakes? Well, who cares? And I've I've spent my whole life befriending not through choice either, but for some reason I've been I befriend difficult people. And a lot of times those difficult people it's just their wiring, it's their makeup, and a lot of times they're just very passionate in their beliefs. But underneath all that, if you take the time to approach them on their note, you know, like everything's kind of like music or math. 
and mm-hmm. you just kind of approach it in that way, you find some amazing little tidbits of awesomeness in that person's personality that has probably been written off because they are not typical. You know, society, I think, dictates how a friendly, bubbly person and, and these people you want to be around are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Not everybody falls into that metric. And so you're missing out on all of this really neat insight because you are putting people in categories all the time. Yeah, there's a lot of this like cookie cutter mentality yeah. going on. Like you have to fit inside of the walls of this cookie cutter. And if you're on the outside, then you're not going to make it into the oven. <laughs> well, <laughs> Sorry, that sounded weird. Once again, we're having a lot of weird visual imagery. <laughs> like there's rounding up Jews and cookie cutter and ovens. An oven. And an oven. I'm I, sorry, guys. I'm, we're not trying to make it about that. No, <laughs> I think that we might need to jeez brady okay so anyway what's i'm really irony, sorry genuinely irony, it, it, uh, it, these things come out and then they they like metastasize into something like, that it shouldn't have been we're both, you're jewish and but I'm we should jewish. still be able to laugh about it i am um, part jewish so don't so am i so you know what if you want to throw us under the bus on that I, but that's again church hypothesis that's okay i'll go under that bus i will lay under the tires yeah. if it's for the greater good i'll heal you'll heal <laughs> Well, even if in the afterlife. Even if in the afterlife. Yeah. Well, that's another if thing. If there is one. Well, and we should be able to talk about that. And I feel mm-hmm. like in a lot of traditions, you can't talk about it unless it's within the parameters yeah. they set for the membership of their group. And I, our groups, the only thing you have to do to be a part of our group is, do you like inquiry? Yeah. Really? Like, pretty much. I mean, that, but that's on you. Like, really, all you have to do to be a part of the group is be alive. That's like, true. If anyone out there is dead listening to this. You could be part of the group, We also need too. to talk. Yeah. Maybe that's why you don't have a brain. Holla. I don't know. Any zombies? Zombies? Liberal zombies. <laughs> Look at Lil Jonesy Lil showed J- up. Lil Jonesy's coming in. But um, no, really, like, you, all you have to do is be alive. It's, I mean, you're the one that has to figure out what you're taking from all this. We're, we only, we're, we're just providing tools. We're a toolbox. Well, and, and that's... It might not be a very organized toolbox, but there's tools in there. I'm in the process of lining out an actual manual of what hypotheticism is, how to practice it, and it's mm. all going to be very to the point... And eloquent for twenty nine ninety five. Oh, always twenty nine ninety five. You guys can uh, purchase the membership to be a part of. It. I'm just joking. That's not actually a requirement. No, that is just okay. And that's another thing. Humor is very important to Brady and I. Like, I don't know if you guys have noticed, we're kind of smart asses, mm-hmm. and I want people to be able. Humor is so good for you. Absolutely. There's not enough humor in the world. It's right a very now. healthy. Thing and right now, the powers that be are trying to control humor, and that is very concerning to me. Like, they're trying to control what is acceptable and isn't acceptable based on their platform for humor. And once that starts happening, bad things start happening. It's that whole control thing. I don't want to the control cook, Again, anybody. we're going back to the cookie cutter. Yeah. You don't and get that, to... I think that's half of what's... Half. At least part of what's causing all of this polarization. I resent anyone who tries to control me or tell me what I have to believe. I mm-hmm. naturally care about people, so I would want to find the way to be- believe and behave that celebrates my fellow creatures. If you, the second you cross that line into telling me that I have to think a certain way, when I can look over here and see that the people, you know, trying to tell people to behave that certain way aren't following that, then I know it's just about power. Yeah, their thing falls apart real hard when they don't follow it, but you can see it. Like, like, um, like I've I've told you guys before in previous episodes, I'll I'll reiterate in case you haven't listened to any of those yet. Uh, I, I... Grew up going to church a lot ever since I was seven. I went to like Sunday church for a while and youth group when I got old enough, like every week. And I really loved it and got into it. Like it was kind of like this community. Again, something that we hope to provide to you guys. A, a community. A, yeah. a little community that you could relate with. But then, but it was like they were still like really strict about like this is what you've 
need to believe to get into heaven and like it's all in this book and it's it was very like narrow Mm -hmm. as to what you could do and anytime you started to like they they like brainwashed this guilt into you that anytime you go outside of these walls of what they're trying to teach and what you need to be like you get the like you automatically triggered this guilt inside yourself or like i shouldn't be thinking that that's the devil and that's we've all seen it come on um but like once I started to like, once the walls started to break down and I saw outside and I, I started to really consider all of these other beliefs, that's when it became real to me. I'm like, it, there is no walls. Like nobody well, knows for sure. And humans will fail you. Yeah. But, like, then, you but know, that's when it, my, my mind really opened up and I had, I got to explore all of these great philosophies and great ideas of, you know, existentialism and rules and the universe itself and it, it's because of that it's caused us to have a, a couple really good conversations on this podcast about That's like the true. universe and the, the different dimensions and the bigger picture um but you're never going to see the bigger picture if you put yourself in this box of beliefs well and that's the you know unboxing videos are a big deal on youtube <laughs> I think you need to have a spiritual unboxing at some point. You need I to love just, the analogy of that. <laughs> well, going, it's sorry. true though, right? Like, yeah. it's, it's like, let's, un- instead of unboxing something from Amazon, unbox your psyche. Yeah, unbox yourself. Yeah, kick yourself out of that box because I'm the same way as you. I, I, I grew up in that tradition very much so. And what upset me so much is being told people were going to burn or people mm-hmm. were like, if they had any questions, well, you're just disappointing God. And it's like, well, wait a second. How can you possibly say that? Do you have a direct line to this guy? Like, yeah. It's not like, it's not like they have this red telephone like that, that like that's in the Oval Office where they're just talking to God. Well, and I, and I also saw adults, I was a very observant child and I saw adults engaging in behavior that was the equal opposite of what they were trying to tell us to do to behave to our, live our best lives it's like the do as i do not as or do as i say not as i do and and mentality. that's very disillusioning like i didn't judge them so much for it but i did judge them in that they were constantly trying to tell me what to do and i'm like but you're not doing it yeah and if you're not doing it then what's the point of even following it to begin with like i you yeah know, and i i know all the arguments as far as the fallible creatures and there's grace and all that stuff and that's wonderful mm-hmm. but they don't seem to have a lot of grace for where people are at maybe you want to believe a little bit of something and then you don't believe the rest of it well according to the most strict faith traditions you're lost then and exactly. you should be ostracized uh, that's what i want to avoid like we're yeah. not telling you to Believe what we're believing here. I'm telling you to figure out what in the hell you believe in. And but that to, to, moment. To do that, you have to start with questions. Yes. Hypothesism again. And in that moment, and you know what? 20 years from now, your current system might be completely different than it is in mm-hmm. this moment. And does that mean it had any less validity in this moment now? No. It means that's where you were mm-hmm. at at that time. And we don't seem to have a lot of grace for each other as a species for being at where we're at. It's like, and also yeah. for questions. I, I feel like there's this huge, you will conform. I don't want to conform. I want to ask questions and, and ask other people questions. Yeah. If I want to go talk to a transgender mayor of a town somewhere that believes in Satan, why should I be scared of them? I might I learn something from that person. Uh, that would be an interesting conversation. I would like, like we to find have one of those for a guest. We do plan on having guest interviews on the show eventually. Guys, equipment is expensive. Yeah, well... It shouldn't be as expensive as it is, is, but it is expensive. Well, we were just talking about this earlier. When you have a family, you can't help other people until you take care of those who are dependent on you. That's true. So Brady and I are very serious about Some people don't believe in the nuclear family, though. 
Well, I don't care if your family's made up of 42 dogs and a cat. I just mean you, when you Hey-o. care for other things. It's a lot of poop. That is a lot of poop. They don't poop in the toilet. You no. can train. Well, that's actually, a lot of training. My, my mother-in-law had a cat that used the toilet, but that's for another day. But if you have like 87 cats, there's... Well, yeah, and that's you're only going to have a frank. Uh, you're only going to have a marginal percentage that's going to poop in the toilet. Digression aside, <laughs> we don't care what your family is like. It's just no. that we know you have to care for your family before you can care for others. Absolutely. First comes yourself. That is something every human needs to learn. It's an important part of hypotheticism too. And that's a hard one to practice too. Like, oh, don't it took me years. Don't feel guys. bad if you don't do that now. I don't do it every single day. Uh, no, Nobody does. It's I hard. Fail at it a it's lot. a good idea. But the practice of that idea is damn near impossible on some days. Well, and we're working on that struggle. And then this project comes close right after it. And so it's going to take us some time to get to where we want to be. But I kind of think it's cool you guys are on the journey. Those of us, the you that listen to us with us. I mean, we love you for that. Yeah. We really do. That's amazing. It really is. And again, speaking to the future, you guys too. If you're listening to this as a back cataloged episode, awesome. Thank you. I, we're not even we're not doing this for money, guys. No. We never once when we when we thought of doing a podcast, when we first started recording the first couple episodes, not once did we have a conversation like, we need to get as much profit as we can. No, it's not uh, money, 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 money. To me. I mean, we no, both- we more talked about like I can't wait till the next till we figure out what our next episode is, and I can't wait till we actually get into into the room and start recording. I can't wait till I have my Pope Pickles this is, T-shirt. I this mean, is because we love. <laughs> we we started this because we love talking. We do. We love the conversations that we were having. We, we wanted to learning. share that with you guys, and I don't. I hope we're not just crazy people, but well, I feel like no. Remember the <laughs> mental health. Uh, spectrum yes mental illness spectrum we're all on it i think brady and i are on the hyper learning part of it like yes if if i could be shut in a room with books on the internet i probably would never come out if somebody brought me me neither i wouldn't i love it i love half of my life right now spent in youtube rabbit holes while also simultaneously trying to keep a baby alive well, the baby is very healthy and large, so no worries there, homies. Like, even when I'm driving to go get the girls from school, I'm like, I gotta fucking have a podcast going. Well, my life is one giant learning. what if. What if this, I love to think like a chessboard about life situations. Yeah. What if this happened over here and then that made this? And I'm like, always, I'm always pulling the crazy man yarn places <laughs> in my brain. Like, what is it, Charlie and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? You yeah, know that yeah, meme yeah, where yeah. he's. That is my brain. The the big poster board with all the pictures with the red yarn. And I love to gist human behavior because I interact with a lot of people being mm-hmm. a librarian and stuff like that. And I've always loved to be like, what if that person over here did this scenario and then this person did this? What? How would the outcome change? I'm always doing yeah. math constantly. I, I always love Life people math. watching. Oh, people watching is so glorious. And I love going right. Like one of my favorite times is I went and saw my nephew in San Diego and I lived princess life. Which if for those of you that don't know, princess life is when you go live with gay men who don't have to work. Oh, this is the most wonderful thing. Like, why do they not have to work? Um, because they're princesses. Like, well, at that time they were taking my nephew was completely cared for, and so he didn't have to work, and he was discovering himself. Hmm. And he's the most wonderful human. He's becoming an, a doctorate in uh, Institute of Shock Physics. Oh, right that's now. awesome. Uh, he's getting his PhD. But during that time, I, you know, here I am. I grew up very sheltered, very fundamentalist. Well, not sheltered. I lived in the wilderness, but I had a weird life. And then I was at a gay nude beach, sketching, eating ca- carrots and hummus. I got to go to. A gay bar and do karaoke with all manner of people because see I had I did not get to experience that part of culture growing up and it opened my eyes to so many wonderful things about learning and all these wonderful people I wouldn't have got to meet if I had stayed in my narrow-minded package yeah and I just, feel you there like um when I, I, I I'm gonna cut no you off go ahead bit, cut in jump in there I, um, like, when I was again grow up went to church right up until I was about 17 I was still going to youth group and shit mm-hmm. and um, I when, I, when I first moved out of the uh, parental figures houses. Okay. I 
uh, moved in with this girl at the time. Really bad idea, by the way, you guys. <laughs> I like how you but disclaimered I, it. But okay. I was all like blinded by love or whatever you want to call it. We can go, we can go down that road another time. Okay, learning. But basically, I moved in with this girl I was I was seeing at the time. But we also, you know, as a young adult, you have to have roommates. Trust me. So the roommates were two gay men. They weren't together. They just happened to both be gay, coincidentally. Cool. Um, but at the time, like, I had no exposure to that culture whatsoever other than no. Hollywood. No. Like, I had no idea what the hell. But it really opened my eyes to, like, these are just people. I mean, I don't give a shit who, where they put their genitals. It's individual But at people. the time, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know. Like, I, I was still in that mindset of, like... That's evil or something. Like, it was brainwashed into me. I, these weren't my genuine ideas. I had no exposure yet. This was my hypothesis based on the data that was given to me at the time. There you okay? go. This is a perfect example of how this can evolve. It's a wonderful one, yeah. And I lived with these gay men for months and months. I think it was actually about two years. And I got to know them on a, on a personal level. And they were just people. Just like you and me. They had to, they had to put their head on a pillow every night. They had blood they, flowing they through had their veins. They had bills to pay. They had mouths they had to feed. bills to pay. They didn't have any mouths to feed yet. Well, come on. It's they had to feed their mouths. This is a white stripe song. We, we all worked together to feed each other, free, I guess. Yeah, we, <laughs> we kind of lived as a community in a way because it wasn't just our roommates where we didn't know each other. We, we, it was kind of like a family. But see, inquiry and experience changed your outcome. Uh-huh. And now I just see all gay, trans, all LGBTQ, the alphabet people. I don't know what... The, I think I don't we're know all what, an alphabet. I'm people. sorry if I don't know those letters, but it's like those that culture, and I don't even want to separate it and say it's a different culture. No, it's just people. These these people who just have different sexualities than I do. But they've been oppressed. That's okay to me. Why would anybody care what anybody else's sexuality is? Like maybe it's fear. We can go on about that That's all day. A whole other but my point is, like, I I realize these are just people, just like me. And there, why was anyone judging them at all, period? Like, there was no reason to judge them at all. They, you know, so what? Well, that's just it. And but you would have never a, gotten that if no. you stayed in your little tribe. And there's a lot of people who are closed into a tribe that excommunicates those type of people for some reason. Well, and that hurts me because why? Like, exactly. what, I, I've never understood if you have faith, why do you have fear? I've never got it. I, as a child, I didn't understand why I couldn't go hang around certain people. Now, sometimes mm. I get, if you hang around people that behave a certain way, you by proxy will probably get hurt at some point. Exactly. And I understand some of the wisdom there because I'm naturally a person that doesn't want to be in drama situations. So I kind of get it. But at the same token, you're missing out on learning so many cool things if you isolate yourself from other types of people. Yeah. You know, we saw that during the the big, uh, what is it, battle of the terror thing. You know, oh, yeah. decade of where you, you were supposed to be scared of Muslim people. The, the I never on got terror. that one. Terror. Terror. How did he say? Terror. Terror. It's yeah. The war on terror. And we see it, and, you know, in America, we're really good at taking a soundbite and turning it into a movement. Yes. Like, it's kind of I don't know what thing. that is about, but it's, it happens all the we time. We are now. the sensationalists, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Like, we will take something. I really think journalism, the, the evolution of journalism has a lot to do with that. Again, we'll talk about that another day. Yeah. There's, have, there's infinite content for this podcast. I love there it. There really is. But well, it's the, important to this point that, yeah, it's like. We kind of line out what our philosophy is. Yeah. And our philosophy is basically inquiry. And I feel like a lot of people's philosophies, a lot of people's belief systems are very rushed. And we're Instead of living in the moment, we just we rush to put together this belief structure, and then we then we fucking marry it 
Well, they're trying to profit off of it. Yeah. Go to any library or bookstore and look in the self-help section <laughs> or the entrepreneur section. Whoa. People will take one little snippet of an idea. They will expound on it. Yeah. It's basically a type of faith. You yeah. know, because if you go in the Christian book section, someone will take one Bible verse or a few tenets and they will turn it into an entire package system of how to behave mm-hmm. and believe and make money. And it's basically it rolls around making money. A lot of it does. And I'm, I know that probably sounds cynical because there are a lot of genuine entrepreneurial self-help people that just want to help people achieve what they achieved. Yeah. And there's so much wisdom there. I can't tell you how many books I've read in my lifetime where I've grabbed little nuggets of things. And so I'm not going to discount that stuff. But a lot of it, you've got to think in America, it's about making money, right? Capitalism. Which is not a bad thing. To survive in capitalism, you kind of have to. Well, Even and if it, you're just working a day job or like... Instead, scamming people with a multi-level marketing scheme. And instead of envying people that do that, I wish people would take what's good from it and then move on. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, this is something that's detrimental to humans. Take what's good out of it and then be like, and then just ignore it. It's noise. Mm-hmm. Because right now there's a lot of the crypto market. We talked about cryptocurrency. Yeah. is starting to, it's bull market again. Uh-huh. And so now everybody and their brother is doing MLMs. I didn't, and just all of these things with it. And it, it irritates me mm-hmm. because... But they have to spread the secret for forty nine ninety five. Oh god, it's twenty nine ninety five. Twenty nine ninety five. Guys, I loved that episode. By Brady the way. and I will never. We might poke fun at it and have things for sale someday because of that. Because it just As abuses a joke, me. Obviously. But we're not ever going to do that to you. And if we do, uh, I want you to call us out on it because that is something that's important. We to don't. Me, is always be approachable. We don't claim to have all these secrets. No, we don't. But we what, whatever we are offering, we're not charging for it necessarily. If you guys want to give us some money for it, that's cool. Don't that's called donations. Yeah, and but it, I'm not. I don't want to. I feel so weird. To, I'm not going to here beg for your me. money. It feels dirty. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not your average YouTuber or okay? Twitch. I'm not going to get. I'm not going to hate you because you didn't fucking go and donate to my Patreon. I kind of feel I'm like I'm not going to exclude is, you for that. And then we also don't hate those people either. They're just trying to make a living. They're trying to I hustle. get it. Yeah, no, I get it. I don't hate them. And I don't. I actually admire their ingenuity and their entrepreneurial spirit. Like yeah. This whole thing is, this whole internet influencer culture, this whole thing is new. It is. And we, we, don't, we have, don't have a precedent for this. And there's no roadmap for it, like as far as from a psychological viewpoint. We don't have mm-hmm. enough data. I think we're starting to get enough data where we can make some extrapolations. Yeah. You know, I do. I think, especially with social media, it's been around pretty heavily for gonna, a decade it's now. It's going to evolve a lot. It's evolving faster than we can keep up with it. I can't keep up with shit. I, you know, I, there's like, I like your cut, G. <laughs> um, I came up with this great joke. Okay. Katie's saying something about she can't speak Instagram DM, direct I message. I try. And I can't. I don't even try. I just, I pulled a random like uh, TikTok trend out of my ass. I was like, what you do is you say, I like your cut, G. And then send them a zero day virus. Oh, because the because the TikTok is like is I like a, your cut G, and then you slap somebody with so something. That's a I don't understand. Slap. I still don't understand the meme, but I've seen it, so, so it's like I gotta. <laughs> so the zero day virus is yeah, just digital, a digital slap. Digital slap oh. sends your asses a, a, a denial of service or something. Well, like right now, I'm, I'm up to my. Like, don't click any links I send you. <laughs> please, for the love of God, don't click I'm any just links. Right now, I'm up to <sighs> my frontal cortex in Among Us, and I like your cut G, and and then next week it's gonna be something it's different. It's gonna be something different next week. And that's the beauty yeah. of hypotheticism. I want to learn about all those things. And I want to see how they fit in. Like, it's always doing a puzzle. I'm always doing a mental puzzle. Mm-hmm. I think everybody should. It's so much fun. Because really, it should be fun, too, to learn. And yeah. they've taken a lot of the fun out of it in America, where you have to get to these certain benchmarks, or else you're not a learned person. Right. And that makes the, me sad. The, the, the education system kind of put uh, that that's in a place, whole I think, too. with the benchmarking. 
But the thing is, it's like you have to get the twelfth grade diploma. I know some really smart. Then you have to get your AA, and then you have to have your BA. Then you have your BA and your MA, and then your PhD, your Pitler player hating degree. And it's hierarchical tribalism through learning. And the thing Uh is, is I don't want to put down anybody that put the work in to get to that point. Absolutely not. Good job, guys. Yeah. My wife got a master's degree, and that's why she can manage a library. Yeah. I honestly, you probably could have learned it through experience without managed, having to go through the fucking I managed, college. I managed a library without a master's degree. Yeah, you see I what I mean? You can just years. learn I, all these degrees. You can learn all that shit hands-on through experience. Well, and that's a whole... We need to do but an episode on education. We have this academic like, system Because I have lots of thoughts on that because... I love to learn, but I feel like excluding people because they don't have the ability to get $6 billion in student loans mm-hmm. to follow some sort of system that's flawed, that bothers me. Mm-hmm. But I that's, why we, that's why we've seen a change in the landscape of, like, that's why we see this hustle culture pop up and this internet business culture pop up and all this stuff. Because yeah. a lot of people are just like, I can't afford to get a college loan. Fuck that. Or we saw through the bullshit or just didn't want to go to college. There's all many reasons, whatever reason, some people just don't want to go to college. Well, and it used to not and be so for they, But they have to survive in this capitalist world. So yeah. you gotta you gotta think outside of the box and be creative and try to get yeah. ahead of trends. And it's possible. And that's People why I love the, the internet so much because mm-hmm. learning should be accessible to everybody. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to learn about something, and that's what's so wonderful. If I want to learn Spanish right now, I can go learn yeah. Spanish. If you guys don't know already, even if you're in another country, get a, get your NordVPN and get on Coursera. C-O-U-R-S-E-R-A, I believe. Um, That's a cool place. It's basically free college. It's yep. not quite the same. Like, you're not going to be handing in papers and getting them graded and shit. But you can learn. But, like, all, it, it's the exact curriculum in which you would go learn at oh, a university. You have to have a gold star to prove yeah. that oh, you've Khan Academy, K-A-H-N or K-H-A-N or something like that. Oh, uh, heck, MIT. I think it's K-A-H-N. Oh, yeah, yeah MIT. MIT. Actually, honestly, most colleges, you can literally just go and sit in on classes. I think you still have to sign up so that they have, like, a metric for it. But Well, and I, MIT has put a lot of their things on there. So, um, oh, there's a child that has oh, snuck in here. A miniature. Yes, miniature. It is <laughs> It is going to use, yes. Okay, so anyways. But, um, like, you can actually go to most colleges and just sit in the classes for free, still take the notes. You could probably even still take the exams. You're just not going to get graded. Well, and and that piece of paper, all it does is it symbolizes that you are trainable and that you did put the work in to meet a course of study requirements yeah. to get that. It, it's a gold star, essentially. You now, get a gold star. And, and resume. Well, and it's it's not. I don't want to degrade that work because man, when you put in work to become a you get a bachelor's in nursing or anything, you've worked hard. And it should not be degraded. It's just that it's also not mm-hmm. necessary to learn something. Else. It's true. And maybe we should wrap this episode up here because we we're trying to keep these ones. Yeah, the, uh, but just like the accolades real quick before. Yes, the, go ahead. Why does everybody need all these accolades? I feel like it's part um, of our culture. My, my father-in-law gave me a, a weird epiphany yesterday because he's really into like real estate. He's the one teaching me real estate investment and all this other investment stuff. And he said something yesterday. He was like, He's like, I kind of don't know what I'm doing or why I'm doing it. Like, what am I trying to be, Donald Trump? Whoa. And then I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, why do you need to, like, why would you, if you get enough to survive on or to retire on, why do you do it past that? Like, what is because, that need? What? Because yeah. I think he was just driven and he just kept doing it. And it's like, but he, it was like that rat race, like, or tra- chasing the dragon, basically. 
It's like, but it's, why would you need to keep the accolade? Why do you need those accolades? Why do you need this, like, I did this, I'm successful. I did this and this and this. What did you do? Well, we also talked about that today because we were talking about minimalism and, you know, getting rid of things and having all this stuff somehow symbolizes your worth. Mm -hmm. And I think that I'm going to expound on that more um, when I actually write down what exactly hypothesism is because getting caught up in that is harmful to your soul. I'm not saying all you people that got all this stuff, if it brings you joy, that's up to you. But overall, the constant need to consume, why are you doing it? Yeah. What part of that is feeding you? Like, is it to live or is it your worth is derived from it? And I feel like that can yeah. be dangerous. That's just my Analyzing opinion. worth in general is just kind of just a... We might have to do hard, an episode on that, too. That's a hard thing to do. What, what because is worth? Because there's so many different things that can make you technically worth more than others. But nobody's really worth more than others. I feel like you should... We're all going to die and you can't take anything you ever did to with you, as I far like as I know. I feel like you should... As far as I know. Worth. Again, yeah, hypothesis. Yeah, as far as you know. You know, the Egyptians might have been on no, something. There's absolutely no data that points to, like... Where we, what happens after we die? Because unfortunately, everybody who died can't really come back and tell us. And even if you believe in ghosts, I, there's no ghosts out there going, "Hey guys, this is what's going on over here." I've got my iPhone 11 in my pocket, raw. You know, like, <laughs> so, and that's sorry, that's just what if you if, if we become ghosts after we die, that seems like a really shitty. Like, I think it's after horrible. life, you're just stuck, like, as a ghost? Well, I think most ghost stories talk about you. that Nobody you wants find, to give you a hug? The ghosts have unfinished business. That's yeah. the big thing with it. So, really, if you're a ghost, you're miserable, yeah. right? So, uh, I'm going to end this on uh, hashtag hug a ghost. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>